Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Parents and Tools podcast. My name is Jordan. And my name is Jason. This is the podcast where two parenting tools, myself and Jordan, just try our best at being dads and talk about our experience of our struggle <laughs> and our victories our vi- there we go pull it back pull it back <laughs> glass half full today come on <laughs> my my glass is half full as well so jordan how has your week been so it's monday <laughs> <laughs> As we record this, it's Monday, <laughs> but my weekend was superb. Oh, really good! Wow. I had a really good weekend, um, a bit of a win. So my children both slept through the night. Oh, come on! For the first time in about four or five weeks oh. this weekend. <clears throat> However, oh no, <laughs> this was a night I had both my nephews stay over, and the youngest one didn't sleep through the night. <laughs> Oh, what a kick in the teeth. What a kick in the teeth. He appeared in our bedroom at, I think it was 20 to 4, wow. saying, can I have some milk? <laughs> How old are they? Four. Both of them? Uh, four and nine. <laughs> so nine-year-old conked out yeah. for the night. Yeah. Didn't hear him till the morning. Um, but four-year-old, yeah, 20 to 4. And then he was in our room, I think at about quarter past six, oh, asking wow. for his mum and dad, bless him. Oh, but, it's heartbreaking. Uh, I know, but he was all right. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was fun. But our kids slept through. <laughs> Have they continued to sleep through? E- As in last night? Yeah, I think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
said no. <laughs> yeah. No, they did. They both slept through last night. Um, three-year-old woke up about six. Okay. Yeah. But the night before he woke up seven. That hour makes a massive difference. It does. <laughs> <laughs> what, time do you, what time are you going to bed? What time am I going to bed? Yeah. Last night was about half eleven. Oh, that's a late one. Yeah, it was too late. I played football in the evening and I was just warm and we won 5 1, so I was a bit on a bit of a high. <laughs> you just run around the house. Just I, do you know what? I contributed to nothing to that win, so I don't know why I was so excited. <laughs> I just stood there. Oh, we had quite a late one last night as well. I'd say about half 11, but it was one of those ones where we just refused to acknowledge our responsibility as parents. Mm. We were just like, no, we just need to watch some TV together. <laughs> Do you ever get to that point where you're so tired, you know you need to go to bed, but you're just too tired to move? Oh, that's the worst. And and that's where you, 11 o'clock bedtime turns into, half 11 bedtime turns into yeah. 12 before you've actually not enough. And then it's like 11.23 and I think, I'll just wait till half past. Might as well. It's like people that have the, like the TV volume on 11. <laughs> you think, well, I've got to make it 10. If it gets to 14, you think, well, I'll make it 15. It's... it's- You've got to round up to the it's nearest like, half an hour. You're going to be tired anyway, so you might yeah. as well. What's that extra seven minutes going to do? <laughs> and in the morning, seven minutes like feels like eternity, doesn't it? Oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> you're bartering with your other half. I'll do two and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then that nine minute snooze. Oh. It's like nine seconds. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever had one of those nights? And I'm having them less frequently now, but where like you close your eyes... And then it's almost like you literally just open them and it's morning. Oh, yeah. It's, I think it's gone. Yeah. That's I'm having them less frequently now because my daughter wakes me up in the middle of the night and reminds me it's not time to get up. Those deep sleeps. <laughs> oh, a thing of a past. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a good weekend? Actually, yeah, I really did have a good weekend. Um, what did we do? <laughs> so last week... <clears throat> My wife Em was working in London on Thursday, and we don't live in London, we live in Sheffield, that's about a three hour drive without any traffic. That's an important distinction. Okay. So anyway, Em was working <laughs> in London on Thursday and Friday, and then she had uh, another thing in London that would t- to basically not bring her home until Saturday night. So any normal kind of operating, you just think, oh, okay, it's great, I'll just look after the child, see you on Saturday night. But uh, we thought, we won't be normal <laughs> just because that's the way it's always done doesn't mean you have to do it that way yeah so i thought you know what i'll do one night by myself um with my daughter and then the next day we'll drive down to london meet em in a hotel it'll be a nice little day trip and um it was it was it was we had a lovely time um bought noah a pack of pokemon cards mm. she, she loves pokemon now like she learns all the names it's phenomenal even better um i sold one of them for 50 quid Wow. Yeah. <laughs> to who? <laughs> On eBay. Oh. <laughs> so if do. you didn't know that, there you go. Noah's looking it's around for a Pikachu. <laughs> daddy, Daddy, where's my card? It's gone oh. to a special farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's come back as a £50. But we had a lovely, lovely weekend. However, the traffic, I did not time it well. Oh, Driving no. in London at any time, it's not good. So a three-hour journey with a two-year-old, that was pushing it. Four and a half hours. Just just me. Nope. She slept for, for two of them. Oh, that'll do. Take that. But the others she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and she, to be fair, she was brilliant for the majority, until the last half an hour. She was chatting away, had a lovely time. 
the last half an hour she was just like you don't think what kids do they don't know how to express and so they just move every part of their body yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so bad like I thought I'd failed at parenting because I was like oh no I've dragged my child all the way to London and she had a lovely time anyway but <laughs> for that one moment I wanted to quit everything I uh, I did something in the car once where and I, I really wasn't proud of it looking back <laughs> so our little boy was it was kicking off same thing limbs everywhere and I'm thinking I, I need to stop him from shouting and screaming and normally it's like you take a toy away yeah. send him to the room it's like what can you do he didn't have a toy he didn't have a book didn't have the iPad so I just took his shoe off him <laughs> I just reached behind me and the only thing I could reach was his foot. So I just took the Velcro, took his shoe off him. Can I want my shoe back? I said, look, if you're quiet, dad will give you your shoe back. And he quietened down. And when we, brilliant. when we stopped at the next lights, I put his shoe back on him. That is brilliant. But then when you just say, look, I, I took my children's shoes off them. It doesn't, it doesn't it sound right. It was the threat of yeah. no shoes take your shoes away but yeah took his shoe off him and he he sorted it out <laughs> oh that was brilliant one thing i do want to ask you though so this is episode 18 i believe 18 we recorded 17 and 18 back to back yeah so a week ago we were sat here recording 16 on zoom so yeah i was sat at home you were sat i here. was sat here you yeah. were sat at home and you got a text through saying noah's got ah uh, yes that, that's quite an portion important cliffhanger that we left there yeah cliffhanger he's back <laughs> he's made his return oh, come on clifford <laughs> so if you haven't listened to it um whilst recording the last episode on zoom i was here you were zoom, at yours <laughs> i had a photo come through which looked like chicken pox all over my daughter and uh, i said it looked like it because it it did but it wasn't <laughs> i wasn't literally by the time i'd we'd finished recording they'd all disappeared false alarm yeah i think it must have been an allergic reaction or something oh so, yeah. Oh, that Happy days. That's or just a really short spout of chicken box. I don't know why I sound disappointed <laughs> that she didn't have... Ch- I'm so sorry. No, I am slightly disappointed <laughs> that she didn't catch it because all the kids in her nursery have caught it. Uh, and so, like, right. the chances of her getting it are getting slim. And so, apparently, it's, it gets worse as you get older. And so, it's like, oh, we wanted to get it so we could build up immunity. Yeah. But, but you didn't get that. Didn't get that luxury of her having chicken box. No. It's like one of those things that's like... It's horrible, but it's necessary. Yeah, get it out of the way. Yeah. yeah. So if you know no one with chicken box, let me know. <laughs> Send them round. <laughs> they used to do that, didn't they? You Herd immunity. Chi- <laughs> yeah. Chicken box parties. Yeah, yeah. And people started to talk about that at COVID, didn't they? Like, let's all just get together and yeah. catch it. And Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Turns out you can get it loads. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a good idea, was it? <laughs> Hindsight there. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Let's move on. Let's move on from oh, COVID talk. I've got an update for you. Come on. So... Early listeners of the pod will remember our guest, Sam, who's our first guest. First guest. First guest of the pod. Episode three. And uh, Sam and his wife were expecting another baby. And they the were. baby has arrived. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it's very... I'm not going to divulge the name. <laughs> you know, someone else's details. Uh, but just massive congratulations to Sam and Nia. But also, Nia had a top tool. Top tool. Oh, I missed it again. <laughs> I was prepared for it as well. <laughs> but she shared a top tool with us, which... I'm going to share for everyone else just to the, celebrate their, oh, the, birth of, the birth of their son. <laughs> Bertha. It's <laughs> a new nickname now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, the top tool, really simple. You know those little fold away steps? Yeah. 
they'd brought their daughter a little fold away step so she could help with like turn the washing machine on yeah doing all the, all of that and genuinely it had changed like our lives really yeah because it's like for me like there was always a thing of oh you just kids when you're trying to do like the dishwasher like just, the kids are an inconvenience yeah whereas now it's like actually no helping them un- to understand to do it because when they're a little bit older they can just do it by themselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> do the groundwork now yeah <laughs> get it early yeah <laughs> 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 Give a man a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Oh, congratulations, Sam and Nia. That's amazing. And it was a little boy, wasn't it? Yeah. And I'd, and I'd love to hear as well a, f- a few weeks down the line how they're coping, how they're getting on with two. Yeah. Um, at the minute, from what I've, what I've seen and what I've said, they're loving life. That could just be the, uh, the honeymoon period. <laughs> I don't know much about that, so it, it, could, <laughs> it could wear off. It might not. Yeah, it'll wear off. <laughs> Well, I've got a top tool as well that's coming. Top tool. Top, <laughs> top tool. <laughs> so uh, I walked into church the other day and a friend of mine, Georgie, said, hey, I've been using one of your top tools. And oh, she said, on. top tool. She did it. Wow. <laughs> um, so a few weeks ago, I talked about space potato. Yes. I said, eat your space yeah, potato. My yeah. little boy ate his mash. She said that her nephew, he is sport mad. Loves football, loves cricket, everything sport, he is on it. And they were having meatballs and pasta. And so they said he wasn't eating them. And they said, here comes the ball, score a goal. He ate it. They all cheered, celebrated. He ate his food. Wow. She said it was space potato that came to mind. She thought, right, what does he like? Football, score a goal. I mean, she deserves her own credit there. Oh, she does. She made it, made it up herself. She does. It's inspiration, like, but yeah. Yeah, we were the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that, I thought that was really cool. She did say it took a long time because they were cheering every time. <laughs> so yeah, yellow card, shirt off. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was cool. And I too have an update. Oh, come on. So a few weeks ago, we had a, an email from Victor in Switzerland. Yes. Do you remember? I do. OG um, abroad listener. One of the names that we haven't butchered, to my knowledge. Yeah, well, yeah I think we're doing all right with Victor. <laughs> We should have done better with Callum. Um, and Victor has got in touch because the whole point of Victor's first email was, we're having a baby. Some friends invited us around to prepare. Oh, yeah, I remember it. And it went south. He's put, dear Jason and Jordan, I wrote to you from Switzerland a few episodes ago. And I have to say, it's always a pleasure to listen to your podcast. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Victor. It helped me figure out what parenting can feel like whilst my wife was still pregnant. I'm a dad now. Wee. Congratulations. Come on, Victor. Congratulations. But I can't believe I'm writing this to a beautiful baby boy, Nathan. That's lovely. Wow. The birth was complicated and involved a lot of physicians, but in the end, it was perfect. And we're very happy. So Victor has come to us with his first ever daddy issue. Wow. Yeah, his first ever one. And he put on the email that he was writing to us 36 hours in. 36 hours so what a legend i love that we are that involved (laughs) so he said the first day was hard Uh, we couldn't sleep for three nights because his wife was in pain prior to giving birth second night she was giving birth third night baby was here and basically um i'll cut it down a little bit he he's just saying that he feels a bit useless he's feeling like he can't do anything his his wife's feeding um he's where they're staying sounds amazing 
it's a hotel room in the hospital. Wow. So they're all there. They've got nurses on hand. And um, he's saying that he can change uh, He can change his baby. He can hold him and he can bring his wife water. But other than that, that's all he can do. Yeah. So he's saying, that's it. That's my first daddy issue. How do you deal with it? And he's put, but then there's the joy I get when he falls asleep while I'm holding him. That mm. is the best. When they fall yeah. asleep, like on your chest. And the pride I have to... Oh, gosh. And the pride I have while sharing first pictures with our family. That's my first daddy's pride. Thanks again for your podcast and kind words last time. Victor, Alice and Nathan. Oh, amazing. So, yeah, that whole thing of feeling a bit useless whilst you yeah. watch. It's, it's, and- I've experienced that too as well. Like that's exactly how it is. And I think for me, what helped was kind of understanding what my role was in all of that. And it changes for each person and each couple. Um, But for us, like, again, it was different because we were in the hospital a lot. But my main responsibility outside of just visiting was looking after my wife. Yeah. Like that that was quite literally it. And when we were actually home, um, Em was doing all the feeding and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, my main role was just making sure drinks are on hand, making sure she's getting enough vitamins in her diet, all, all those really practical simple things yeah um as much as possible um and then you go down the avenue of uh what well, m went down the avenue of like pumping <laughs> i've got bad experiences of pumping and you Can't know say mine's quite pleasant and that's from that? seeing my sister do it oh. and she had this really loud thing that just went <laughs> it's literally like <laughs> And you look up and there's just my sister like with this this thing on and you're thinking, I don't want I don't want to see this. <laughs> I still have nightmares of the machine noise. <laughs> but anyway, when that comes in, like the responsibilities become a little bit more, but still it's just like for me, understanding actually my place and all that was really mm-hmm. helpful. Cause I wanted to do more. I wanted to like actually feel like I was being more productive and helpful. Yeah. Um, but actually what I was doing was helpful at the time. And uh, Victor, don't worry, there will become a time when there's more oh, things geez. to do. It's coming, Victor. <laughs> it's coming. I'm the same. I think partly... So I've obviously had two. I've mentioned that a lot. Um, I was more and understanding of my role second time round. Okay, yeah. Which is to support my wife as she's mm. giving birth and you know, be everything that she needs me to be, even if she doesn't realise it. So that could be really practically... Just letting her squeeze your hand. You know, that's something that I just saw. She's in pain here. Take it out on me. I'm fine. Got two hands. <laughs> <laughs> this one can do things. That one is, is out of play for a little bit, but it's fine. Um, little things like that, you know. He mentioned there that um, in his email that the nurse is saying, look, just get drinks, make sure that your wife's okay. And that's partly it. I think first time around, there was so much excitement and kind of adrenaline off the back of it that my wife was very much like everyone come around see the baby and I could see that she was getting tired even if she didn't realise it so little things like just kind of staggering visitors a little bit tell them to go home yeah (laughs) just put a baby gate (laughs) on front of the door Um, so yeah like or just saying we're going to stay in today recognising that she's maybe a bit tired or we need a bit of time to ourselves just the three of us because Actually, since he's been born, we've just had loads of people around. So little things like that. And again, you don't feel like you're doing much, but it mm. does help. And stuff is coming your way. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's the most helpful thing. Like 
they change so quickly and like responsibilities change so quickly that yeah. it, when they're new when they're brand new you can't really see to the end of next week or you think they're going to be like that forever they change so quickly mm. um, and so just massive congratulations Victor so I feel, I feel quite part of the yeah. journey yeah he did say that the middle names are Jason and Jordan <laughs> <laughs> imagine <laughs> poor child um, Nathan Jason Jordan <laughs> top tall <laughs> Oh, congratulations, Victor, and thank you for getting in touch. That was a, it was amazing to to read it. I read that email with a massive smile on my oh, face. It was yeah, it was really good. That was amazing. Um, I, I have a question for the listeners. Like this is a legitimate question that I have. Like genuineness. So the last episode, we had a professional athlete on the podcast. Yeah, we did, and we had Derek on as well. <laughs> <laughs> now it's for the listeners to decide. Well done. Who's the professional athlete out of me and you? <laughs> Definitely not based on my question. <laughs> Derek's obviously paid to exercise. Mm. My question, very practically, how do you fit exercise into your life as a parent? Like, if you go to the gym, do you both go to the gym in different times and you're both responsible at different times? Do you go at lunchtime? Like, where in your day does exercise live consistently? Because mm. like I'm, rec- I I reckon I need to exercise more, but when I I mentioned it when we were talking to Derek that when he said about sleeping or lack of sleep affects your weight, <laughs> you're like shoulders lifted, Babe. your eyes <laughs> your eyes lit up, like hey yeah, I've got an excuse now. <laughs> I was just trying to use it as an excuse so I could convince my wife to let me sleep more. Well, yeah, that's what. I, yeah. yeah. Like, hang on a second. I've got got a ticket to a lion here. <laughs> but yeah, legitimately, when 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 did you do it? Because there's so many other things that you have to juggle as a parent, mm. and like if you're both working as well, like that conversation. Oh, just you be in sole charge of the children, so I can go to the gym for an hour. Yeah. How does that work? So I, as you can tell, because I'm massive, <laughs> go to the gym quite regularly. <laughs> I've been for a long time, but tend to go on my lunch break. Mm. that's it and so I, I stop working I go to the gym come back carry on working yeah and that's just my time one thing that I do is I play football yeah like eight aside every week and we play nine till 10 p.m so that's a good time so I remember we got that time slot because it was the only time slot available with the pitches yeah and this was before kids and I uh this was on a Monday and we used to call it tired Tuesday at work everyone could realize that I was just shattered and pre-kids it was like well, this is far too late to be playing football but all the parents all the dads mm. they loved it they were like keep the time get you know let's just get the kids down then we can come out and play football but as soon as I had kids I was like this is amazing yeah it's you know kids down you're not missing anything get to put them to bed get to do bath time you're I not love, rushing as well yeah I, lo- I love doing bath time yeah you're not rushing out the door the only thing is getting into bed at like half 10 quarter to 11 especially if your kids not sleeping that well (laughs) yeah just absolutely roasting it's a bit of a gamble that it is that's yeah it's hard it is actually hard when you get into bed and then they're up at two (laughs) and you've had two and a half hours sleep after running around (laughs) pure adrenaline because you've won (laughs) hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's one thing I do. And one thing that Luca has started to do recently is when I leave, you can obviously see me with my football kit on, he'll say, uh, Daddy, you score three goals? Oh. Or like, Tell me how many goals to score, which is, you know, really lovely. That's and it, really ma- it actually makes me try harder. Because if I go home and he'll like do it the next day, he'll be like, Daddy, you score three goals? Oh no. He'll go, oh. <laughs> But this is something that I want to pick up on from a previous episode. You mentioned, and you made a really good point of uh, our kids don't need to see us as super dads or yes. superheroes. Yeah. They just need to see how we respond to life, <clears throat> Yeah, basically. And we had a comment from someone on TikTok saying, no, your kids should think you're a superhero. Now, I, I love my dad. And I always used to think, like, if there was a race, my dad would win. <laughs> If there was an arm wrestling, because when you're eight, for some reason, arm wrestling is important. <laughs> and I don't know why that is. It's That's just brilliant. like lads at school just rolling up their sleeves. Like, do you want an arm wrestle? And I just think like, if there's an arm wrestle, my dad's winning. <laughs> and then we spoke to Derek last week and I'm realizing actually my dad's not winning. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I can remember being on holiday with some friends and one of the other guy's dads was taller than my dad. I was thinking... My dad's not bigger than him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I always, yeah, <laughs> I always saw my dad as like the the biggest and the best at everything. Yeah. But also recognised that he's just a bloke. Yeah. And he was always very honest. And my dad's a proper manly man. And when you say that, that can often sound to people that's like their emotions are closed off. Mm. Like they were there, but they never told you they loved you. That can be further from the truth with my dad. Like mm. he told us every day. He loved us. He played with us. He cuddled us. He kissed. He kissed us. But he was this rock hard bloke that my mates called Rambo. <laughs> so like I, I love the thought of my kids seeing me as some sort of super dad. Mm. But look at me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it's unlikely. So I I'm very comfortable with them seeing me as a normal bloke yeah. who you know isn't the biggest isn't the best isn't the strongest don't get me wrong bring on the dad race on sports day because i'm all in but like he said to me the other day daddy score a hundred goals <laughs> and i was like it's not gonna happen it's like you need to learn some expectations there. yeah and, that, and i think that's the word it's expectation yeah yeah i'd love them to look up to me as some sort of hero yeah but i don't want them to look up to me and think that i'm indestructible see i, I think it's naturally the majority of people do look at their parents and for most people unless it's unless it happens a different way there's a moment you all sort of realize that your parents aren't like indestructible 
Yeah. Um, now, some people it happens tragically. They learn really young that that's not the case. But for most people, there's a moment where they go, oh, my parents didn't have it all figured out and all that kind of stuff. And because you just, as a kid, you, you're not supposed yeah, to know that. No. And so from, an ex- from the comments, sure, yeah, they're supposed to think you're a superhero, but with limits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where the guy's coming from, like... But we're coming from the same place. Of we, we're not saying to do any less. We're actually saying give your hundred percent best to your kids. Yeah. But actually, it's that understanding of it comes with age and it comes with time and maturity. But it's that thing of not helping them to expect things that aren't right. Yeah. Like if they can't make them think that you can fly when you can't. I well, know. Unless you're a pilot. No. You, and if you tried, it would hurt. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Watch Daddy fly. <laughs> Watch <I've>, Daddy break. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's that's for me. Is like actually, I'm really looking forward to that as my daughter grows up. Of actually, kind of talking through some of those things of actually where my faults are in order to help her develop quicker. Mm. Like I don't want to give off that persona like the whole of her life that I'm just you know indestructible. Actually, we learn our most. We learn quickest through f- flaws. And like mistakes, and so actually, the quicker you can pass that on to your kids, the better. And I think also just that that environment of your home of it's okay to fail or not yeah. be the best at something. Because um, you know, I'm, undoubtedly, when she goes to school, there'll be targets that are important, and you know, she's got to do well at a certain thing. But if she doesn't, it's not going to change mm. how much she's loved in our home or anything like that. So it's probably for more as they grow older. Um, but yeah. It's funny out of TikTok how so much can be taken out of context. Well, it is. And to be fair to people that, you know, see them and comment on them, they're 30-second clips of two-minute, three-minute conversations. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, and, and the guy, uh, he did say, you know, that's how he looks up to his dad and he loves him. And, yeah. and that's how I see my dad. But I'm very much aware that he's just a normal bloke. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. We're not just ignoring the faults. Yeah. Like, I, think my, my, I, think, I think my dad's the best. mm but he's also a, just a bloke. Yeah. And I think it's just having that recognition and awareness, which in my mind, quite healthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like everyone's got a world's best dad mug. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is. <laughs> yeah. The rest are liars. I wonder who it is. <laughs> I wonder who is officially the world's best dad. And do they know? And do- <laughs> or got a mug. does them thinking that they're the best dad? negate them yeah, so they're only the second yeah, best a bit of humility mate <laughs> <laughs> knock you back down a peg <laughs> but yeah that is that is something that I thought of the other day just when he said daddy go score 100 goals and this was in a league game as well like I'd do well to get one <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was like actually I want him to to know I can't do everything that is asked of me yeah but also and I've not done any research into this we know just from society that men, dads feel pressure to be that yeah. like person that can do everything. Yeah. Provide, be present, work, be a hundred percent all the time. Like Derek was talking about last week, mm. you know, he, he comes back from physical training, having to be his best self. And that's yeah. not always possible, but people feel that pressure to be. Mm. And I think that's part of even like conversations like this, that actually opens the door to, a lot of specifically guys, well, I'm sure uh, women feel the same, but just that just letting go of some of that pressure of like, actually, I've 
because you can carry it for so long I have not lived up to the standard that I thought I would be mm. and like we've talked about it when we let ourselves down or like we lose our temper a little bit and it's like you feel like you've really let yourself down uh, and you feel like you let kids down your whole family yeah. and it's like it's it's just normal like absolutely yeah. you're still trying your best you don't negate any of that it's just actually a part of life is failing at that yeah um, yeah I think that's so important yeah yeah shout out to the the blokes just doing your best yeah <laughs> Give yourselves a pat on the back. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Jordan, this uh, last, not this week, the week before, we mentioned something on the podcast um, called SAD, Seasonal Affection Disorder. Seasonal what? <laughs> I, I skirted past it because I didn't know what it is. Seasonal. <laughs> <laughs> you got a swollen tongue this week. <laughs> seasonal Affective Disorder. Effective. Or affection. One of those. Anyway, essentially, it's it's basically. I love, I love <laughs> you full on when seasonal wrong disorder. Oh, and rightly amazing. so, because what I found out this week is they've changed the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I've gone. Carry on without me. So, Man down. <laughs> so they've changed the name, which is why I don't remember the last name. So they've. Changed it to depression with a seasonal pattern. Depression with a something seasonal. like that. Anyway, um, I'm not a medical professional. Take Rasp. that with a bit of pinch of salt. <laughs> Essentially, just when it's getting dark and the rain's coming, it's getting cold. There's a part of the population that just start feeling a bit rubbish about themselves and a bit life. And yeah, um, just it could be just like borderline depression. It could just be genuinely just feeling down, or you start to lose love for things that you used to love, yeah. or hobbies or passions like that. It's this time of year, people. You hear people go, oh, I go to work and it's dark. And yeah. I, come, I come home and it's dark. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> it's it's true. Um, but it can really affect people. And uh, one thing that happened to me the other week is that I got to the end of the week and I realised I hadn't showered for four days. No way. Yeah. Four days? Four days. Had you bathed? No. I'd bathed my daughter. Wow. I'd wash my face and like <laughs> brush my teeth, all that stuff. A little flannel wash. But literally, and the only reason I said that's quite embarrassing to say that, but that was a reflection of where my mental health was, of I was operating everything else in my life, mm. but I was not looking after myself. And that's because, and I'm pretty sure most people that are parents that, their self often comes last. Yeah. And so I was getting to the end of the day and it was literally like being absolutely shattered. I'm like, I cannot be bothered to go and have a shower now or being woken up early morning where my daughter needs my attention or my wife needs something it's like yeah. immediately going from responsibility to responsibility where actually just looking after myself has just fallen right down yeah. now I'm happy to say I haven't gone that long without a shower since <laughs> but just to say actually to risk a little bit of embarrassment to say anyone that's in a similar position it may not be that it might be something else where you're just not looking after yourself properly because you're trying to look after your kids or yeah. like that's actually quite normal and don't feel bad about it. Don't beat yourself up. We talked about like not being like superhero dads. Like mm. it's okay to fail and, and not hit the mark every time. But it's also really important to take time for yourself and actually make sure that you're operating at where you should be. Yeah. Because you can't give your best to your kids or to your family when you're not looking after yourself as well. So have a shower. <laughs> And did you feel, and this is going, this could potentially sound like a really silly question, 
Did you just feel better after you'd had a shower? And the thing is, I knew I would feel better after having a shower. Mm. But it was, it's a weird thing that happens with like your mental health where it, it just ties you up in knots. And it's, it's even that thing is, you know, you need a shower, you know, you feel a bit greasy, you know, you can only use dry shampoo so much. (laughs) Shout out Batiste. You know, all of that, but there's just like a mental incapacibility. Like you just, you just, we talked about like when you've stayed up too late and you just stay up a little bit longer. It's like that. Yeah. Where it's like, you know what the solution is, but you just don't have the um for the energy to do it. And it's just, it's one of those really bizarre things and it can happen to anybody. And it does happen to a lot of people. It just happens to be that for me, when my mental health is low, the way it expresses itself is I'm a lot messier. And when it gets really bad, like it was, I don't shower as often Mm. just because, and it's a mixture of everything and a mixture of life and busyness. But fundamentally it's coming back to the, like how you're treating yourself and it's like having a bit of self-love and when you feel a bit rubbish just about life and a bit not even not even fully depressed just when you're feeling a bit down you can almost like keep things away from yourself that'll make you feel good and it's really bizarre but yeah felt 10 times better after having a shower wow yeah well like I said I've never really been it's hard for me to kind of comment because I've Mm. never been in that position I feel like when we had our second child and I was losing sleep left right and center I kind of went to not a dark place but I felt and I said it on an episode before I just didn't feel like myself Mm. and that is when so I'm 31 and kind of I feel like my year at school because you always go back to school years don't you like we I don't know like when you talk about mental health, to me, it's still a bit of a stigma. Mm. But to people a few years younger than me, it's kind of like everyone's really open about how mm. they're feeling. And so I was thinking, I haven't got mental health problems. I'm just a bit tired. But I heard somebody word it in a way, like you have physical health mm-hmm. and you have mental health. And when you have a cold, you're not in bad health. Like if you were to fill in a form yeah. and say, are you fit and well? Yeah, I've just got a bit of a cold. Yeah. And that's what mental health can be like sometimes. You can have a kind of like a mental cold where you're just down for a few days. Mm-hmm. If you were to fill in a form, have you got a mental health problem? No, but you're mm-hmm. just feeling a bit down. Yeah. And I was very much there for a few, a few times um, and it was all sleep-based and it was all just exhaustion. But definitely kind of that wording of, you know, you can have a, a poor bout of mental health without having a mental health problem open my eyes to it a little bit Mm. um so yeah kind of that was a learning curve and it was kind of a do you know what i'm all right yeah and this is a couple of days it's a bit of a slump i'll be fine um but yeah mate and it's it's, it's, after yourself it's it's weird because if you'd asked me like how i was feeling genuinely i was i was all right i was just i just felt like overwhelmed and busy yeah that's the way i would describe it and so like for my job so i'm a pastor i I spend a lot of time with people and talking through issues and dealing with hurts and all that sort of stuff and so i have people that i offload to yeah and that almost counsel me and all that so there's that part of my own well-being that i'm keeping a check on uh, because again i have to be all right to be able to help other people um but it wasn't like a major thing but actually physically it's like you've not showered for four days that's pretty Mm. it's getting pretty rank (laughs) (laughs) 
And so it's just one of those, one of those kind of just openers for people. Like actually, if you're going through something and it's like you, you may have a struggle with mental health, and you might need to speak to a professional. You, you might also need just to look after yourself as well. Um, I'm a massive advocate for like therapists and talking to counsellors. Honestly, they've helped us so much in our, me and my wife in our journey. But just in general, like we've all got a lot of baggage that sometimes we just need to talk or chat to. Um, but it might not be that extreme where you just need to take some time. Yeah, give yourself a minute. Yeah. I'd say go for a drive, but so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> be more expensive than a counsellor. Honestly, I, that used to be my go-to. If I was like angry and just needed to take myself away, get in the car, go for a drive, put some music on, Yeah. drive with the windows down, just like kind of blast fresh air into my face. But now it's just like, that'll make me feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm filling up. So one good thing that came out of the back of this is that when I was feeling much better about myself, um, just reflected over the last few days, and I, I wasn't a bad father, a bad husband. I just felt like I wasn't 100%. And uh, one of the things that helped me in my, not being as a parent, but as a husband, um, was, have you heard the love languages? I've heard of the love languages. Love languages. For the listeners. For the listeners. Enlighten us. A love language. <laughs> Is essentially how you experience or how you feel love and how you show love to others. So for me, one of them is I love gifts. I love giving gifts. Yep. I love getting gifts. That speaks to me of like value and appreciation and, and love. For my wife, her top one is quality time. That's how she experiences love. It's a shame that mine's not there as well. <laughs> but so for me to spend quality time with isn't a chore, but I just know that's when we're spending quality time together that she feels extra love there. That's kind of filling up her bucket. You could you buy like. her a nice watch and then that ticks both your boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'm so sorry. So I know as well that for my wife, another one of them is kind of acts of service. So when she was preparing to go away to London, I knew that because she was looking after Noah quite a lot and the nursery thing was stressing her out. Mm. Um, I knew that she wouldn't have packed her clothes the night before and sorted out outfits and all that. So I went out and bought her two new outfits that would last the, the two days at work. What a guy. Oh, yeah. This was a, a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't even tell her just until the night before. Oh, I've already sorted out your clothes. And it was like, you could just feel the appreciation of love. That was a good moment. I feel like that would be so risky for like 99% of men to oh, buy their wife some clothes without them knowing. That's, that's very true. Uh, tell you what, you played it well. <laughs> but the top tool within all of that... Top tool. Top tool. Maybe one day we'll get it back we'll again. Get it. <laughs> but as, again, of the extra step of being aware of even like our kids, the way they experience love and our spouse or whoever we're doing life with or parenting with, is like actually sometimes we can get lost in the responsibilities where we know we love them, we know we appreciate them, but it gets lost. Yeah. And so then again, just taking some time and going, I might not experience love the same way that you do, but yeah. I know this means a lot to you. Yeah. I can give an example of that just now before you arrived. <laughs> so our uh, our little boy, we've had a bit of a, a busy weekend. He's not slept. He's had late nights. His routine's been all over the place. He's done really well, but it's been late nights. And there's been a lot going on. We've been out every day. And I think it just took its toll on him today, this afternoon. Mm. He didn't have his afternoon nap. And come five, six o'clock, he was just oh, nightmare. just a bit all over the place. Oh, bless him. He didn't want to eat. 
Um, he didn't want to do anything. He just wanted to sit down and he kept asking for the telly on, which isn't like him at dinner time. He's, he's very good at dinner time. Uh, didn't want to go in the bath. Didn't want to put his pajamas on. And it was like, okay, what what do you want? And we're just looking for ways to, to fix it. Hmm. It's like, do you want this? No. Okay, tell us what you do want. I don't know. And it was, we were just looking for solutions. How can we calm this little boy down? Yeah. How, can we, how can we sort him out? Eventually, I just said to him, do you want a cuddle? He went, yeah. Aww. And he curled up in my arms. Uh, Liam read him a book. And it just completely Aww, just sorted it. him out. Like, he just wanted... Just affection. He just wanted affection. Yeah. He didn't know what he wanted. So all that he needed was just like a cuddle. Yeah. Just needed a bit of love. Uh, he calmed down. He read books. He went to bed. And we've had a, a big problem recently. I've mentioned it before about him coming out of his room at nighttime. Didn't come out once. Wow. Just went straight to bed. Oh. So yeah, sometimes a bit of love. A bit of love is all you need. <laughs> Mate, I'm still, I still can't believe you bought clothes and got away with it. Oh, oh mate, got it, yeah, got it right. Um, yeah, it's happened a few times. Really? Yeah. Oh, what a guy. Yeah. You're setting me up for a fall here. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what that says about my wife's taste in clothes. I just feel <laughs> like I'd get it wrong. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad gift buyer. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's right down my street. Yeah. I've, I've got Pinterest boards. I know what she likes. Sorted. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So organised. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bad gift buyer. I'd say that's one of the best things about marriage is that now I've, I've got a gift buyer. <laughs> Someone to do it when it comes to birthdays, Christmases. Honestly, yeah. Play to each other's strengths. Yeah. <laughs> and she loves it. She's got the Pinterest boards, but I'm not. I'm not particularly. I put a lot of thought into a gift and it's still not. You can tell by people's reaction, can't you? <laughs> You just know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, lovely. I was just like looking in, in the bag for the gift receipt. <laughs> Don't mind a gift receipt. Yeah, well, I love a gift receipt. Yeah. I'm I'm an advocate. Just give some money. <laughs> just still fashion. I said to my mum once, um, she was going, oh, you can't give someone money. I said, oh, there's this voucher. I said that you can spend at any shop. I said, should I get them that? She went, yeah, that sounds good. I went, that is money. <laughs> It's got a £10 note. Yeah. Just because it's not on a card, in a, a birthday card. Caught a write out. <laughs> still, still can't do it though. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, we would really appreciate your comments, your questions, uh, just your stories. Send them in to us at Parenting Tools Pod on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. And if you're feeling um, a bit down, if you're feeling like you're having a bit of a bad mental time of it, feel free to reach out to us we haven't got to share it on the podcast let us know if you don't want us to share it and if you just want to get something off your chest email us at parentingtoolspod at gmail.com amazing take some time for yourself and I'll see shower. you next week <laughs> have a shower come back to spell a little bit better <laughs>Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.